And we are live. Good evening, Bitcoiners from the UK. It is 6 p.m. 1800 hours on the 29th of April 2021. As always, strong Bitcoin hand. And as always, where are we? Stack, Sats and Hoddle. Shout out to Satoshi Corner for this merch. And for anybody, not that you want to, but for anybody that wants to get my merch. He's now got my, a hoodie uh, with UK Bitcoin Master on it. He's got t-shirts. He's got mugs. So for any of you that are crazy enough to want my merch, go to satoshicorner.com and you will find it. <clears throat> um, if you're new to the channel, check out this down here while I'm doing the intro because it'll be gone in a minute. Uh, very quickly, Rocky Palumbo's in the house. Welcome, Rocky, from SoCal. Uh, JC Borter coming in from South Africa. My lovely wife is in the house from the other room. Uh, Kristen is coming in from Texas. Hi, Kristen. Casso's with us. PK, welcome to you. Lance Hoddle's tuned in. Proud Zionist Jew is with us. I don't want to miss anybody at this point. That might be it for now. Oh, hang on. Everything's just frozen on my machine. Hang on. Oh, whoa, I got a problem. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> uh, ah, it's going again. So, yeah, shout out to you all. Pound the like button. Tweet this out on Twitter. So, 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 so important. So, you should have read the disclaimer already. I'm just some crazy Brit that want to set on to sound off about Bitcoin. If you're new to the channel, it's worth checking out ukbitcoinmaster.com where you'll find all my work and bitcoininterviews.com where obviously you're going to find all the interviews that I've done to date with obviously more coming on on stream once I got through my health issue because I don't want to set up um, an interview and then have one of those days where I get unwell and I have to cancel an interview. So they will come back for now. Just be patient while I get my tests done if you you wouldn't mind. For those of you that are on the move listening to the podcast, UK Bitcoin Master Podcasts with an S on the end, dot com. That will take you to my podcast platform on anchor.fm. Of course, you can tune in and listen on Apple and Google Podcast as well as Anchor. There's some others there. But if you go to ukbitcoinmasterpodcast.com, you will find them. And finally, for those that want a drop a tip, there's a lightning address there. That is in the show notes as we speak. Um, in the show notes also is a link to my backup channel, UK Bitcoiner. So I would strongly suggest you go there and um, subscribe to the backup channel. And if this one gets taken down, then we can move straight over there and we've got continuity. So um, I would definitely do that if I were you. Yep, my trackpad is working again. So that is something. So don't forget to tweet this out, people. Um, very important that we get it tweeted out. We get more eyeballs on the channel. I mean, there's plenty of YouTube channels out there, but I think there's not so many of channels like mine that are, let's use the word basic, so the noob can understand and get a handle on it. If you start looking at channels with charts and technical analysis and everything, it can frighten a noob away. So we want more noobs to find this channel. The way we do that is to tweet it out. Brett Simpson is in the house. Lizelle has joined us. Welcome to you guys. Don't forget to pound the like button. So um, let's get rid of that. Without further ado, let's get into the show. And obviously, the first thing I want to do is head over and see what's happening with the Bitcoin price. 
as you can see, it is just going sideways. We're just under 53K right now. Uh, one of the downsides of being involved in Bitcoin is we all want it to go up, up, up and up, and we want it to happen over the next few days, when in reality, it is absolutely normal and natural for Bitcoin to move in a sideways motion. Um, I'm going to uh, say I've got another error here, and I don't know why. The stream's current bit rate is lower than the recommended bit rate as a warning there. Last time this happened, it froze everything. So if it freezes, you know why. And it's out of my hand because I've got it all set up as it's supposed to be set up. Very quickly, if you want to get my attention, type in UK Bitcoin Master, then your message. It'll highlight orange. And I'm going to say I'll see it and read your message out. But my lovely wife, Elaine, says sometimes you get involved in the show, people type in UK Bitcoin Master and you don't see it. And she's absolutely right. There's a heck of a lot going on here. So um, there you go. Right. I don't think anybody else is joined right now. So let's get on with the show. So sideways action. It is what it is. Hold your feet on the ground. Keep them firmly on the ground, because at some point we're going to break out again, whether we break out down, whether we break out up. You know, you just got to be patient. And that is why I always say on this channel, don't spend your life watching the charts. Just get on with life. Stack your sats wherever you can, as often as you can. And just enjoy life. Don't wish your life away. Bitcoin is going to do what it's going to do when it's going to do it. And you or I won't influence that. PK, the stream is still really OK. Thank you. Yeah, there might be a bit of a delay before it goes pear-shaped. Let's hope it doesn't. But I've got to work on why it keeps doing that. It is what it is. Uh, right. So let's get that out of the way. And let's find out what's in the news. <clears throat> OK. I saw this one. Um, Tesla sold 270 million worth of Bitcoin. Uh, and it says to prove the liquidity of Bitcoin. And, you know, some are saying this is a good thing. It shows that, that Bitcoin has got liquidity. And I've watched a few podcasts recently that are saying that, you know, there is always going to be buyers and there are always going to be sellers. Now, we say that more and more are buying and holding and taking it off the table. But everyone is in with a different strategy and there's always going to be someone or some entity taking Bitcoin off the table. So there's going to be a seller, then there's going to be a buyer. So, you know, the liquidity, in my opinion, is not in question. But, you know, when somebody as big as this dude does it, people pay attention. It says Tesla has sold 272 million worth of Bitcoin, amounting to 10 percent of its previous 1.5 billion Bitcoin purchase announced in February. This leaves the car manufacturers with 1.33 billion worth of Bitcoin on the balance sheet. So it's still got plenty, according to the firm's Q1 shareholder update. The sale had a 101 million positive impact on Tesla's Q1 profitability. The firm's purchase disclosure earlier this year caused widespread excitement among Bitcoin holders and a subsequent price surge from 38 to 46 has been widely attributed to Tesla's decision to put skin in the game. Mm. Uh, take that with a grain of salt. Uh, maybe it did, maybe it didn't. Conversely, Tesla's latest sale announcement has had no noticeable effect on the Bitcoin price so far. It did, however, cause some speculation amongst Bitcoiners, not least Dave Portnoy, who only on Sunday announced that he now holds one Bitcoin. 
for how long before he goes and dumps that one again, I wonder. In a Monday tweet, Portnoy in there uh, commented on on Tesla's disclosure. Um, I won't read that, but I'll go down here and we'll look at the tweet. So I'm understand. So am I understanding this correctly? He said Elon Musk buys Bitcoin. Then he pumps it. It goes up. Then he dumps it and makes a fortune. Listen, I own one Bitcoin, but Bitcoin is exactly who we thought it was. Just don't be last one hodling the bag. Plonker Rodney, that's my saying, Honey fools and horses here in the UK. Plonker Rodney, uh, no, you do not. I have not sold any of my Bitcoin, i.e. my personal Bitcoin. Tesla sold 10% of its holdings essentially to prove liquidity of Bitcoin as an alternative to holding cash on the balance sheet. This has been widely uh, publicized and talked about by Michael Saylor. You know, you hold cash on your balance sheet and it's like a melting ice cube. And I think Elon Musk has got that, as of many companies, institutions have got that, that if you're holding cash, that is melting away right before your very eye. So I don't think this Portnoy guy has got it even now. So, hey, it is what it is. I just thought I would talk about it. Maybe I'm right off the mark as well. Um, I saw somebody else. Did they join the chat or say something in the chat? Oh, Matthew. Welcome, Matthew. Great to have you in the house as always. Some bullish news. Uh, <clears throat> video game publisher Nexon buys 1,717 Bitcoin at a value of $100 million. Another uh, big move into the space. It says, our purchase of Bitcoin reflects a disciplined strategy for protecting shareholder value. Excellent. And for maintaining the purchasing power of our cash assets. Owen Mahoney, Nexon CEO, said in the release, in the current economic environment, we believe Bitcoin offers long term stability and liquidity while maintaining the value of our cash for future investments. People, ka-ching, wallop. The, invest the institutions, companies like this are getting it. So you need to get it and front run the companies that are not in yet. Long term Bitcoin holders unmoved despite the volatility blockchain data shows. Um, I think I highlighted something here. Yep. BTC's correction from an all time high of about 64.8 to around 47, then back up to 55 at press time has shaken out short term traders, but long term hodlers remain unmoved. That is my take. I think you know, when we get a drop like this, you are just again wheedling out the chaff. We are getting rid of those weak hands that just don't get it. If there's one bit of advice that I would give a noob or somebody that hasn't got that strong hand yet, you've got to do enough research so you, in quotes, get it. Once you get it, you won't sell your Bitcoin for anything, but it takes us varying times to get it. I was very lucky. I got a phone call on uh, May the 23rd, 2017. And I don't know what it was, people. Don't ask me to explain it, but I got it instantly. Had a Bitcoin by the end of play that day on Coinbase at just under $2,000. And I've been that way for four years. 
I lived through now the run up in 2020, the crash down to three or 4K in 20, uh, sorry, 2017, 2018 crash, the 2018, 2019 bull ma uh, bear markets, bullish all the way through. That's the great thing, I guess, about uh, having YouTube videos that are out there. You can go back and look at my old videos through 18 and 19 and early 20, and you'll see that I was bullish all the way through. So I guess I'm lucky where I got it earlier on. But some people need to do that research before they finally get it. But when you get it, you will not be shaken out of your Bitcoin for anything. And right now, you know, at my age, of course, something's going to be taken off the table at some point. But again, I don't want to be selling half or one of my Bitcoin. I want to see the alternatives to leveraging against my Bitcoin to get revenue, loans, whatever it might be. So I'm watching that space uh, very, very carefully. Proud Zionist Jew says, unique beast. Bitcoin is the apex predator, people. Love that. Apex predator. It is a unique beast. And JC Borta, thank you for saying well said. I mean what I say. Uh, what else have we got? Key fundamental data suggest Bitcoin may defy the bears. Now, again, these are just articles that I found that I you know, found worth sharing on the show to make a show. But let's have a look at what it says. I think this one's right down low. I didn't look at all the text. I just looked at this. Anyone thinking we are going into a prolonged price correction needs to know about the rate of new users coming into the network per day. We're in the middle of a bull market with a hockey stick of new adoption. Think of the hockey stick, people, especially in the last two weeks. Willie Wu commented. He's pretty well respected in the space as a dude that knows his stuff and has made some pretty decent price predictions, even though I'm not into price predictions or anybody that makes them. But I think he's right. I think, you know, anybody that thinks, I mean, maybe we will go into a 80% correction come 2022, and maybe it will follow the pattern of the 2017 bull run and a couple of years in the wilderness, in the crypto winter. And if you prepare for that, and it doesn't happen, that's a great psychology. <clears throat> if you think it's not going to happen, and it does happen, that can crush you. So I'd say to anyone, prepare that it is going to be just like the bull and then the crypto winter of 2017 through to 2019. If you prepare for that, and it doesn't happen, way to go. You'll be quids in. Michael Whoa, Lillenfeld, I hope I didn't butcher your name. Welcome, Michael. Don't forget to hit the like button if you're new to the channel. Subscribe, hit the bell button and click all. You'll be notified when I go live. But for now, Michael, welcome to the show. Great to have you on board. And then I found this one. San Francisco Sheriff's Department bought the recent Bitcoin dip. This is for Rocky Palumbo. Get in there, San Francisco Sheriff Department. Way to go. So even the old bill, as we call them in the UK, are getting into Bitcoin. Bitcoin's mainstream adoption is picking up fast. It's not only large institutions such as Tesla, Square and MicroStrategy that are scooping up the asset at every downswing. Oh, excuse me. 
Uh, but even the San Francisco Sheriff's Department seems to be interested in the world's largest cryptocurrency by market cap. Um, look, this is just to highlight people. There are companies, corporations, sheriff departments and the like right across the board that are interested in researching, buying and staying under the radar, but actually moving into the Bitcoin space. And I would encourage everyone without any financial advice to get off ground zero. As Bitcoin Meister, aka Proud Zionist Jew in my chat. Adam, come in my chat as Bitcoin Meister. That'll help my channel a little bit. You've got more followers over there. Um, so as he always says, aim to build up towards one Bitcoin. It may be difficult now. Adam was saying that when I got into Bitcoin in 2017. And of course, now you're aiming to dollar cost average into a, the tune of $53,000, which is a lot harder if you're a, a regular dude um, like me. But maybe aim for half a Bitcoin, aim for uh, you know, a third of a Bitcoin, set a goal, dollar cost average and aim to work towards it. Because all I know is whatever you own, you are owning that percentage of the most pristine asset humanity has ever come across. Invented, if you use the word Satoshi Nakamoto, um, you know, invented Bitcoin, put it together, whatever you want to call it, um, it can't be inflated. There'll never be more than 21 million. So whatever you own, you own that percentage of the total global supply of Bitcoin divided back by what you own. That can't be debased by a government like they can with fiat. So whatever you do, get off ground zero and get some Bitcoin. Uh, Michael Weber, a bit late today. You sound full of beans. Uh, yeah, I am, Michael, full of beans at the moment. Um, whether that will stay or whether I'll have another crash, who knows? I'm a, I'm a bit like Bitcoin. One day I'm right up there bullish with my health, I mean, and the next day there's a crash going on. Thank you, Michael, for pointing that out. But at the moment, yeah, I feel pretty bullish. Actually, even when I'm unwell, I'm always 100% bullish on Bitcoin, no matter what the short term price is doing. But sometimes I'm not so bullish on life when I don't feel so well. But for those of you wondering what that is all about, I'm going through tests at the moment with some abdominal problems and it just affects me off the bat. And sometimes I've got no choice. I feel too unwell and it is what it is. Anyway, moving on. Um, I think very quickly, I'll just mention Matthew's book because he's in the house. Very quickly, I won't labour the point. Just a great Bitcoin book to, to give to a noob, to read yourself. I've read it twice. Um, it's on Amazon. You can get it on Kindle or the book. A great book to give away as a gift, birthday present, Christmas present, to help somebody learn what Bitcoin is. Uh, well worth reading this book. I read it in two days. Um few hours each day, I have to say. And then a couple of weeks later, I read it a second time because I found it so um, interesting. What's Rocky Palumbo saying? Don't buy a fraction of a Bitcoin, buy 10,000 sats. Yeah, love it. 10,000 sats will cost you $5.30. Or 100,000 sats will cost you $53. So think of Satoshis, 100,000 Satoshis for $53. Rocky, thanks for pointing that one out. OK, came, came across some great tweets I thought I might share with you all. Uh, Pleb Bitcoin Tina, very divisive character, speaks his mind big time. He's always on that clubhouse. Adam, I, I was in your clubhouse earlier when you did your premiere 
and I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I've got a clubhouse account, but I was in there and I raised my hand and nothing came back. So I signed out. I, I really don't want to get wrapped up in clubhouse and just be hours upon hours upon hours upon hours of my life every day having Bitcoin conversations on that um, platform. So, yeah, I've got the account. Um, I'm just resisting it because I'm in that Bitcoin rabbit hole and I could I could easily spend hours and hours and hours down that clubhouse rabbit hole. But I've got a life to lead, another business to run. I've got a family or my wife um, and I don't want to. I've got the followers I follow. The only reason I'm following is because I wanted to build my own strong hand even stronger. Um, it is strong, but I just am addicted to some of the people I follow. Got a new exercise machine and this morning I had my phone in front of me on a stand and I watched um, the podcast, What Bitcoin Did, while running on my tread machine. And it was absolutely fantastic. So um, there's, there's certain ones that I tend to follow. Um, so what did Tina say? Tester selling some Bitcoin to test the market for liquidity is exactly the kind of thing that inspires confidence in owning Bitcoin. This is a core requirement for large players and necessary to a super cycle. So go on the podcast of what Bitcoin did, listening to people like Dan Held, and they start talking about what a super cycle is. Um, I'm not going to explain it here, but uh, Tina's right there, definitely. Stack to the future said, governments and central banks are the reason money doesn't work. Yeah, they're totally corrupt. The world is going to be blown away by the degree of prosperity that we can experience when Bitcoin becomes the standard. Um, I believe that's galloping towards us. I believe many of you in this chat that are younger than me are going to see that. It's going to maybe take a couple of decades or more. I don't know. I haven't got a crystal ball. Maybe it'll go a lot quicker. It was interesting. I was on a Peter McCormack podcast while I was doing my exercises this morning and Really interesting. The podcast I watched was from five months ago uh, with Dan Moorhead from Pantera and Mike Novogratz. And Bitcoin was 15,000 something. You know, Mike Novogratz was saying, I genuinely could see a $60,000 Bitcoin within two years. Well, isn't it great when you go back and watch those types of um, podcasts, YouTube video streams, whatever, and you see that that went from 15k odd five months ago to 64k even a month ago. So it didn't happen in a couple of years. It was condensed down to five months. And when we're talking of a 53k Bitcoin, and some of you in the chat are all doom and gloom because it's down a bit, remember that maybe another five months we might see 150,000 Bitcoin. We might not, but it's totally possible. And that's the thing that makes this so exciting. And I'm with Michael Saylor. Don't look at the charts hourly, daily. Look at the charts monthly and annually. If you look at the monthly chart over the next last 12 months, my goodness, are we in a bull run, people. But when you look at the daily charts, you see those color reds. People go and get freaked out because their hand is not strong. You look at the monthly and the, the yearly charts, and you will never have a problem with the direction that Bitcoin's price is going long term. <clears throat> Max Kaiser, why do we treat NatWest, brackets, and other similar bankers, close brackets, uh, any, I should say any, not and, any differently than the 9-11 perpetrators? 
the intentions and outcomes are the same. Only the speed of destruction differs. And why does Eric Holder always provide cover for these guys? Okay, money laundering Nat West in the tweet uh, calls criminal charges disappointing as case moves to court. The FCA claims that Nat West failed to spot the 365 million was being laundered. Hello, how do you not spot $350 million being laundered unless you're fully aware of it being laundered? And this goes on time and time and time again within banking. JP Morgan, I, I can't remember statistically, but something like five times in less than five years, maybe two years, I can't remember, they've been hauled over the calls and fined millions. But of course, they are worth billions and hundreds of billions. So a few million fine, 20 million fine, is like a slap on the back of the hand. And then they go on and they keep doing it. So you've got to start to understand this, that they're all corrupt. And they're at the the top of this, what we call Cantillian effect. And what it means is the closer one is, and I'm talking of America now, to the Federal Reserve, the more you are looked after, the more you get richer and richer and richer. And the further down the pecking order you are, the worse off you become. And of course, the masses that go to work to feed their family, pay their rent or their mortgage, small businesses, they lose out, fold and go under. And those bankers, they get richer and richer and richer and richer. And I love that where it says Bitcoin fixes this because they cannot manipulate it. Now, off the back of that, do you think they're going to give up everything that they stand to, everything that they gain with all this manipulation and this money laundering without a fight? No. And it's not going to be war. It is going to be war with things like they'll put out narratives saying that, you know, um, Bitcoin is bad for the world. It's it's consuming all the energy. If you if you have anyone says to you, oh, you know, Bitcoin's carbon footprint is terrible. Ask them to go and look at the massive, massive gold companies and see how much they pollute the environment mining the earth for gold. And it puts it into some kind of perspective. How did I learn that? Not because I know anything about it, but because I went on Stansbury Research's debate between Michael Saylor and Frank Dustra, and Michael Saylor pointed that out, and I learned from that. So you can go on a podcast that maybe others think, oh, what do you want to go on that for? And you can learn things just like I did that allow me to share that statistic on my show. And that is about being open to learning. But stuff these dirty, filthy banks, Bitcoin fixes this. PayPal sees huge demand for crypto. CEO says a big initiative of the company is helping more move digital currency into the mainstream by adding cryptocurrency services. OK, so they're not talking about Bitcoin, but ultimately people will move into the space and maybe they'll try the poop coins first, but it will expose them to Bitcoin. And you have to let individuals learn about this at their own pace. Some make mistakes, lose money. It is what it is. And it says PayPal CEO says demand for cryptocurrencies is multiple fold of. Oh, I can't see that. The CEO of payments giant PayPal, Dan Shulman, has revealed that the demand for cryptocurrencies has been, has been multiple fold 
of his company. That doesn't seem very good grammar. You take the point, people. This thing, no matter what happens with the short-term price, the way you build your strong hand is you don't look at price. You look at fundamentals. What is going on behind the scenes with Bitcoin? Is it breaking down? Are the miners disappearing? Is there, you know... Um, unrest between the developers? And the answer is no. How many people are leaving? How many new wallets are being created? This is how you build that bigger picture. Crikey, I hope you can all hear me because the other screen is just frozen. Oh, Lord. Uh, I don't know if this is going to get under Swanee again, people. Apologies if it does. Uh, we're not far off the end of the show, but I am trying. Um, another one. Bitcoin is not a company. Bitcoin doesn't have debt. Bitcoin doesn't go bankrupt. I'm tweeting at Bitcoin Tina there. But the point is, it isn't a company. So there's no figurehead. There's no point of weakness. There's no offices that, you know, men with guns can come in and close down. Bitcoin is not in debt anywhere. It can't go under because of his debt. So it can't go bankrupt. So absolutely flipping rock solid asset. And I'll say it again. The most pristine, perfect asset humanity has ever seen. And you need to be holding some. And finally, from Jimmy Song. I love this one. Look at this. On this day in whatever, one BTC bought you. So 2012, a subway ticket for $5. 2013, a used bicycle, $130. Uh, 2014, a new bicycle. 2015, a used bicycle. 2016, a bicycle. 2017, mo mo mobility scooter. 2018, a used car for 9K. 2019, a used motorcycle 5K. 2020, a used car for 7.5K. 2021, Tesla for 55K. This will go up. One Bitcoin will get you more and more and more. A third of a Bitcoin at some point will buy you a beautiful home in the future. Think of that if you're younger than me by a couple of decades. Dollar cost average, build your Bitcoin up and you'll be absolutely shocked at what a Bitcoin will get you in 10 years, maybe even less could be. But if you work on anywhere between 10 and 20 years, you could probably buy a house with a third of a Bitcoin. Think about that, people. Uh, Jerry Gallagher, welcome to the show. Great to have you live. Hope you got my email about the um, uh, email address. People, by the way, while you're in the chat, um, at the bottom of my show notes is an email address to reach out to me if someone wants a consultation. But people have been reaching out to me, but they don't realize that I am decommissioning my Gmail uh, email because... Well, you know what Google's like for looking at your data, knowing what you're doing, etc. And I've now got a ProtonMail address, and that's the new address at the bottom of my show notes. So if you have my Gmail address, I would delete it. And if you want to reach out to me, go to the ProtonMail. It ends pm.me. That is protonmail.me. It's a shortened uh, version. Protonmail is a lot more private uh, than Gmail is for sure. So to pull the show together, you know me in quotes. I love them. We are entrepreneurs, people. We are in Bitcoin. We don't really know if it's going to succeed or fail, but we all feel it's going to succeed. So we're entrepreneurs. And I love this. Entrepreneurship is living a few years of your life like most people won't, and I'll explain that in a minute, so that you can spend the rest of your life like most people can't. So here's <clears throat> living your life like most people won't. It is called 
delayed gratification and taking a risk. Okay, buying Bitcoin, holding it for at least four years, like Rocky Palumbo says. Um, I say 10 if you're younger than me. Um, it is not spending it when everybody else around you is getting money and spending it. It is instead of getting that new car, holding off and putting it into Bitcoin, instead of having two or three holidays a year, have one and put it into Bitcoin, getting a second job and putting it into Bitcoin. That is doing for a few years what most people won't do. It is stacking Bitcoin when they're all beating the drum that is going to zero. And everywhere you look because of a bear market, people are saying, ah, see, it's all over. It's dead. Holding your Bitcoin, having that strong Bitcoin hand for a few years, in this case, at least four years, that will, in the very near future, allow you to spend the rest of your life like most people can't. Complete financial and time freedom to do the things you want to do when you want to do them without anybody telling you you can't. Think about that quote because it's a very, very powerful one. So people, that is your UK Bitcoin Master live show for today, April the 29th, 2021. Crikey, can you believe tomorrow we are now one third through 2021. Think of where Bitcoin's price is right now and think about where Bitcoin's price was in the at the end of the first third of 2017. And think about what Bitcoin's price could be if over the next two thirds of the year, in percentage terms, Bitcoin went up the same as it did in 2017. All I know off the top of my head is Bitcoin started out 2017 at about $1,000, just under. <clears throat> and by the end of 2017, it was just under 20,000. So a 20x. OK, I think it went up 10x. No, not 10x. Yeah, it went up 10x in two weeks. Sorry. So imagine we are right now at 53k and Bitcoin just 10x again by the end of this year. Now, some people say, don't be crazy. That's not a price prediction. I'm not saying that's going to happen. But some people are saying that won't happen. But what if it did? What if it did, people? Because there's every chance of the last two thirds of 2021 being the most phenomenal year that you won't believe. Let's see how it all plays out. For me, it is about the Bitcoin holdings that I currently have and DCAing every month to top them up and getting on with and enjoying life. What is Rocky saying there? UK Bitcoin master. I don't say to hold for at least. Yeah, I know what you say, Rocky. Rocky's, Rocky's philosophy is do everything you possibly can for four years. Second job, sell stuff, pull your belt in, don't go out, don't go on holiday, don't change your car, don't buy those shoes, Elaine, LOL. And then do that four years and then a further four years, hold it and then equals retirement. And I agree with him. Rocky, I was just glazing over that because most people that are in our chat tend to be in our chat regularly. They've heard it a million times before, but Rocky's just picked me up on it. So I've just gone through it for you people. That is Rocky's four by four equals or four plus four equals retirement. I've got a simplistic view. Uh, dollar cost average for 10 years and forget it and then see what it's looking like after 10 years. And depending on what you can DCA, maybe you might have to reevaluate that and say, well, I'll DCA for another five years, another 10 years. Depends on your age, depends on your strategy. But you take the point. There are so many different uh, permutations we can use. Uh, the key 
is long-term thinking, delayed gratification, Meister's words coming out now, um, doing all of that, dollar cost averaging, and then holding and being patient. That's being an entrepreneur. So that is me done, people. I'll be back on Monday, as always, with my UK Bitcoin Master Live show. Don't forget to uh, tweet this out if you're on Twitter. Uh, don't forget to share it on any social media platforms that you are on. At the end, in a moment, my all my social media platforms will come up. Follow me on one of them. Definitely follow UK Bitcoiner for sure. If you're on the podcast, thanks for listening. Share it where you are listening. I would greatly appreciate that. I'll be back on uh, Monday, people. Have a great weekend, whatever you are doing. Rocky, I will get all my work done and then I'll connect with you on Skype to do what we said we would do. I'll drop you a message. But that is it. I'm out of here. I'll catch you all on uh, Monday. Whatever you're doing, strong hand Bitcoin. Get in there. I'm out of here. Cheerio.